Good morning, guys. It's Jen here with P40 Ministries Podcast. I'm going to jump right in today and actually start reading about Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 through 15. I will be reading out of the AMP version of the Bible today. And I like the AMP or the Amplified version because it gives a lot more insight than most versions of the Bible do. The AMP actually goes straight back to the Greek and the Hebrew and tries to translate it as best as it can into English. So they give a lot more in like brackets and parentheses and all sorts of stuff like that than most versions of the Bible do. And I thought that it would be good to use the Amplified Version for this portion of uh, the Sermon on the Mount, mainly because there's a verse here, verses 14 and 15, that some people think are kind of confusing. But the Amplified Version really uh, put it in a good light. So I'm going to read out of the AMP version today, but you of course can read out of whatever version you prefer. Make sure to grab your cup of coffee and listen in while I'm reading verses 9 through 15 of Matthew chapter 6. Pray then in this way. Our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors, letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. For if you forgive others their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, nurturing your hurt and anger with the result that it interferes with your relationship with God, then your Father will not forgive your trespasses. So this is probably one of the most famous prayers, if not the most famous prayer in all of Scripture. This is the Our Father Who Is In Heaven prayer. And I don't, I don't think that's the name for, for it. <laughs> that sounded wrong when I said that. But you know what prayer this is. This is one of the most widely taught and prayed prayers out of the Bible. Our Father Who Is In Heaven, hallowed be your name. And Jesus is saying here to pray like this. Not that we have to do this prayer. It's kind of funny because a lot of people do this prayer in repetitions. And literally in verse 7, it's just sort of ironic to me. In verse 7, we talked about verse 7 and 8 on um, on Thursday. And Jesus says here in verse, in verse 7, do not use meaningless repetition <laughs> when you are praying as the Gentiles do for they think they will be heard because of their many words. And it's kind of funny because I feel like this prayer that Jesus says right after that is probably one of the most repetitive prayers. And we all know it. And But Jesus is saying, pray like this, not that we have to pray this exact prayer. He's trying to get us to pray like that prayer. Not that we have to mutter this prayer over and over and over, but to pray our Father who is in heaven. So Father, you are in heaven and your name needs to be praised. Hallowed be your name. 
Your kingdom come, so come back. We want you here with us. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And that is, I think, the most powerful part of this prayer. This is taking away our own selfishness, not asking stuff from the Father. So not asking him for anything, but saying, your will be done in my life. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And then Jesus says, give us this day our daily bread. So after you're saying, your will be done, Father, then you can ask for what you want or what you need. Give us this day our daily bread. And please forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors, letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. And see, the Amplified Version adds that in there. And I love that. Letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. So not even having resentment in your heart after you forgive somebody. And 13 says, Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And I think there, the NLT version says, don't even allow us to be caught in temptation or something like that. But this is saying here, that not that God leads us into temptation, but asking God to help us when we are faced with those temptations to make the right choice, to not give into those temptations, but to be delivered. Because it does say in the Bible that God gives us a way out when we are tempted every single time. We just have to choose to take it. So that is more of this in, in verse 13. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from evil or from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And it's funny because a lot of different translations of scripture don't actually have that in it. And that's because it was added later on. So it's a little bit... Um, if I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, I think it was not added in and then it was because they found it like later on that it was added in there and they added it later on. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And it's funny because I always used to read the King James Version when I was a kid and they did add that in there in the King James Version. And when I met my husband who was a practicing Catholic at the time when I first met him, he didn't know that portion of this prayer. And I thought that was really weird. And I was like, you don't know that part of the prayer. And he's like, I've never heard that before once in my life. <laughs> and I just, I thought that was kind of funny. Just silly story for you guys. But in verse 14, it says, and this is the part why I wanted the amplified version here. <clears throat> for if you forgive others their trespasses. So it, for example, if somebody does something wrong to you, so somebody wrongs you in some way, and if you forgive them, even if they're being reckless and willfully sinning against you, it says right here, you forgive their trespasses, their reckless and willful sins, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others, and instead you nurture your hurt and anger with the result that it interferes with your relationship with God, then your father will not forgive your trespasses. Now we know that we cannot get into heaven through anything that we do, right? We need a savior. We need the savior who is Jesus Christ to help us get into heaven. His sacrifice that he made for us 
to help us get into heaven because we can't get into heaven on our own and with our own power. So when Jesus says here, your father will not forgive your trespasses if you don't forgive others, I don't believe that means in an eternal sense. And some people do, but this is my own opinion. I don't believe it means that the father won't forgive our trespasses in an eternal sense because we need a savior. We can't get into heaven on our own. If Jesus is saying here, this is in an eternal sense that we need to forgive others in order to be let into heaven, that's on our own power. And that's why I don't believe that this is what it means. I personally believe that these two verses mean that the father will not hear our prayers our earthly prayers because Jesus is talking about prayer here. So I think that when when Jesus is saying if you don't forgive others, the Father will not hear your prayers. So even if you ask for forgiveness on earth, the Father's not going to hear you because you haven't forgiven others. And if you continue to nurture that hurt and be hypocritical in your heart by not forgiving other people, it, this is all about hypocrisy once again then the Father won't hear us and won't forgive us our sins. It's all about hypocrisy. So instead, if we don't nurture that those hurt and angry feelings and rather let them go and forgive the person who even recklessly and willfully sins against us, then the Father in heaven will forgive us. We will be able to you know, forgive somebody and then finally be able to pray that prayer to God saying, God, please forgive me. And the father will see the humbleness in your heart and he will, he will know that your hypocrisy is gone because you finally forgave somebody else. And now he will hear your prayers and he will forgive you of your trespasses. And that is personally what I think it means. Now, like I said, there is a lot of different ideas on this one. And a lot of people think that Jesus is saying that if we don't forgive others, the Father won't even let us into heaven. I have read a lot of stuff on that, actually. I I did quite a bit of research on this, and um, I'm glad that it kind of confirmed to me the research I did that um, it confirmed to me what I already thought about this. And so I I do research before I talk to you guys about this stuff because I want to give you the best and um, most truthful answers about the scriptures that I possibly can. I hope you learned something from this portion of scripture about prayer today. And remember that we need to bring this forward, not to just quote this, this famous prayer and not even think about it, but to maybe, you know, look at this prayer someday and when we want to pray it and maybe put it in our own words and really feel what Jesus is trying to say here when he says that we need to pray like this and put it in our own words to the Father. That is how we can bring this forward into today and into our lives. So definitely go to www.p40ministries.com because my shop is finally opened. And that was my exciting announcement that I wanted to talk to you guys about today. 
So I do everything for free on my podcast, which is great. I love doing it and I'm not complaining at all. I think it's so much fun and I love being able to have the time to do this every single day to bring you guys a podcast episode. But if you like what I'm doing here at P40 Ministries, go to my website, www.p40ministries.com and take a look at some of the stuff that I have in my shop. And I have a lot of different uh, t-shirts and things that I've designed and also P40 Ministry logo shirts. And I don't charge shipping. So I wanted to let you guys know, I do not charge shipping on any of my products. Everything is calculated right then and there. So when you put that into your cart, that is what you are paying, even the tax. So it might look like it's a little bit more expensive. I think the t-shirts are $27 or something like that. And, you know, most t-shirts are probably $24, $25 any other place that you will go. But I'm putting the shipping in there already. And to me, this was the best way to do it, honestly. I, I was trying to get past that, but I hate when I put something into the cart and then it's like a $6 shipping. That just kills me every single time. So um, sorry if this episode's going a little bit later for you guys with my commercial here at the end. But like I said, if you like what I'm doing here at P40 Ministries, please go to my shop and maybe pick up a t-shirt for yourself and um, wear the logo proudly and let people know what's happening here at this on this uh, podcast and definitely share it to your social media platforms. So join me tomorrow. We will be back in Genesis and I think we'll we'll be in Genesis 15. Wow. And um, I'm really trucking along here with these podcast episodes. So join me tomorrow, 6 o'clock a.m. with your cup of coffee to join me for another podcast episode out of Genesis. And as I say at the end of every single podcast episode, happy listening and God bless.